G'day boys, welcome to the Cajun Tex, it's our Christmas extravaganza. Has, mate. You want to oh my hands, goodness, it's the it. festivus for the rest of us. Ho, ho, uh, for ho. All, our, all of our Seinfeld fans, um, where the sign, uh, it wasn't, it was the Costanza family. Um, they didn't have Christmas there, they didn't celebrate Christmas, they celebrated Festivus. And what it was, it was a chance for all family members to come together and they would share their grievances around one another and it was called Festivus. Um, so I don't want to share any grievances around um, you guys, um, but I'm just well, loving it, the fact that this is, we've, we've actually made it to Christmas, boys, I can't believe it. Well, you're very festive. What are you doing in your Santa Claus outfit for? Hey. I well, I just can't very, wait very to get. Hey, listen, I can't wait to very, get the little fella. Tight, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, he's going to get off his um off his high chair. Uh, I'm using the old one from Mick the bus driver. I found it at the old um, shed down there at Monia, mate. He used to wear one, didn't he? Um, he'd have all the um all the customer service operators all all um up on his knee, didn't he? In, uh, in the good old days, Mick. He loved it. Um, which were about six months ago. <laughs> well, what we should say for those people who don't celebrate Christmas, some of our listening audience who may not be that way inclined, it's compliments to the season. Is what <laughs> well, we can say. Oh, so some of the non-binary. It's nice to hear from the off. You brought your little worker with you. Oh, All very good. So, oh, mate. Now, ha- feedback. We always like to talk about a bit of feedback from. The last episode, um, I'm and, and, and it was in the last six minutes that that grabbed everyone's attention. It was it was a scene stealer, as they say in the classics text. Um, and fair income, um, I haven't been able to get the work experience kid to cut and paste some of the highlights of that little section there, mate. That um, very he's still, humorous. He's still and, laughing. That's and, why. Correct. It was. Um, oh. Oh, apologies again to my daughters. They've been in rehab ever since. I haven't seen them, so they're um, undergoing some psycho assessment. But we move on. I'm progressing to the. Uh, no, 20- no. But before you, no, you can't move on. How is um, our friend down at Greensboro going? I was just going to say I've moved on. 23rd of December, I'm booked in again to see Anastasia. Um, we might double down to the back and shoulders. So there we go. I know who trained her. Who? <laughs> my son Ben, his uh, girlfriend Sarah, trained Anastasia. Right. Because years ago. Are you serious? Seriously. Well, there oh, you go. What a small world it is. Sarah knows that. No, no. Sarah knows that. I told you, I think she went to, went to my high school. Uh, I went looking for the old um, year 11 and 12 photos to see Anastasia down the bottom. There's three of them, wasn't there? She might be the, <laughs> you know, the Anastasia, the news reporter, being an avid Anastasia Salamastrakis. Do you know that oh, name? Yes. <laughs> One of the best names ever. Correct. It'd be a challenge to steal side bottom, wouldn't it? <laughs> Very good, very good. And we also bid farewell to Movember. Um, mind you, um, the reaction to that last last picture of the three of us that we posted, um, obviously the lighting in my, off the down lights in my living room weren't flash because it didn't look like Shane had um, had a, a mushtaka and your little red thing. Uh, in fact, I, they were wondering whether I was the only one participating, which was highly unfair, I thought. Uh, well, Tex. it was a great cause and uh, we'll do it again, won't we? But yours mm. just scraped up from your chest, didn't it? Up under your it chest. It did, mate. It just joined. Mouth, it joined. It's part of the yeah. brand, mate. Yeah, That's the brand turtle. Yeah. What can I say? Yeah. Um, now, are we feeling Christmassy? Do you feel Christmassy? Well, I got the Christmas tree up. Yeah, I got the Christmas Thanks tree. Thanks to Sarah. We mentioned Sarah before. Sarah's <laughs> the, the Christmas tree decorators. Did a fantastic job. So we're all pumped. The dog's got a little Christmassy, what do you call it, scarf around her neck. So we're all pumped, mate. We can't wait. Uh, we've got the real Christmas tree up. The elf's made of presents back into the house. And... 
I'm looking forward to midnight mass at the cathedral. Has um, has um, the um, <laughs> has the Christmas party season actually started? Like I know with COVID and all the rest of it, there's probably been a bit or Christmas catch-ups like with customers and stuff like that. I guess no. mate, so, no, because that would sometimes make you feel a bit Christmassy. Some of those sort of catch-ups and all that. Have no. you had any? No, I have. I actually think people this year have got to the end of 2020 and are just a bit spent. So. The only thing I see that reminds me of Christmas is some carols on the radio and the odd decoration around the place. Other, other than that, I don't you, think... I'm going to give you some think time on this one because I've just thought of this, but you've got to let me know what your favourite Christmas album is. You know when you get all your Bruce Springsteen's and your Mariah Carey's and all these people who come up with their, their Christmas album, you're going to have to tell me who your favourite one is. But while you're thinking on that, I've got to, I've got to say something about the Christmas parties. Because it wasn't a Christmas party, but I do have an annual gathering with a couple of of lads that I, I actually um, was on a graduate program with many, many years ago at Mobile, and we catch up annually, and we did it last Friday um, down at South Bank. Mm. Um, and actually, it was up and about. There was, a, there was a fair bit of action down there. It was good fun. But I was absolutely appalled as I... And these boys were... I mean, just in, in I guess, in the, the whole spirit of 30 years ago, I decided I'd have a Southern Comfort and Coke, right? Ah. And um, they brought the straw out with it. Have you seen these things now? The Card- metal straws? No, cardboard no. straws. No, refuse. Oh, I'm telling you, mate, the, the thing was wilting by the end of it, um, by the time I got to the bottom of the of the drink. I... There's lots of things wrong with that. A, you're drinking Southern and Coke and well, you're using a straw. Well, the straw was the mixer. Nope. Right. Um, but by, by the end of it, 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 uh, it was like um, was Mrs. Brain? Marsh's chalk. It was dissolving, <laughs> right? So it was dissolving into the it was dissolving into the um, into the glass. But um, mm, um, yeah, okay. So Christmas party season's not that big. Fair nope. enough. Very quiet. Back to the Christmas album. What's your favourite? Um, oh, this, I haven't got an album. I've got a favourite song. Oh, hello. Yeah, the Twelve Days of Christmas is my favourite song. I'm dreaming. Shadow. Do you like the Elvis Christmas. Presley version? He's got a great. Elvis has got a great Christmas album. Oh, no, don't know. No, he it. does, mate. Is he? Yeah, no, Blue Christmas. Um, is he? Here comes Santa Claus, running down Santa Claus Lane. It's, it's magnificent, mate. I might even get the Spotify up later during the episode. Um, no, it was good. It was good. No, I, I, Twelve Days of Christmas for me and um, Feliz Navidad. That goes all right too. That song. <laughs> Now, something that wasn't overly Christmassy, but typical of media releases just being snuck in at, at, at times to, to maybe not catch everyone's attention. Bucks and Tanya pulling the plug on the marriage after 18 years. That was a bit sad there, Tex. Oh, yeah. Private matter. I think they handled it well. Nothing to see here. Move on. Really? That, well, not not interrelated to any of your um, hub, hub rumours from earlier in the year, mate? Amicable split. They both said, hey, respect their privacy. They're both going to co-parent their children. Thought it was a mature approach from yeah. each of them. Well, on the outside it does, but I wonder what's been going on in the background. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, Public was, figures, you know, mate. Now there's the, uh, the tennis them. match earlier on in the year with uh, a couple of people. Is that... Uh, Get expanded. You know I don't comment. Tennis. You know I don't comment on rumor and innuendo. But a, yes, but that do. the Pakistani backs, batsman was he a mad rooter was seen <laughs> to be in the vicinity apparently. But no, look, leave them alone. I think the third party might have actually been Sando. Um, he, he could be in there. I think they've um, they've been in love for a while, haven't they? Yeah, but not that in love. 
Mm. Not that there's anything wrong with that, as we no, yes, there evidence is. No, there by our listeners. No, there is. Okay, okay. Well, we won't get into that, mate, because that might start a whole church and political argument from uh, the one and only member for Jagger Jagger, which <laughs> we, we don't actually we, need. And just remind, we moved on from the bun, bun waxing moment. We have, we yeah, have, mate. Just thought, now, thought we were going back there. Now, just um, what about New Year's Eve? A big party plan, mate? I reckon we'll be at home looking after the dog. Uh, the fireworks will be going off. The dog will be going crazy. No, it'll be at home. home. It'll be at home, I think, for me. A little gathering. Maybe a couple of my Liberal Party colleagues, the church group in early. A cup of tea and a biscuit. The rest of the board members from the, from the Catholic College, mate. Oh, no, quite a fair. Tucked away by half past 12, I think. Getting ready to go camping. Now, um, again, because of the, the last episode, there was a bit of action um, on Twitter. And... and Remind me, Shane, the, the Twitter handle is at the coach and text. Oh, just a nice little finish for the end of the year. Now, the episode's a little bit different um, because we're wrapping up um, the year. Um, we'll, we'll do a little bit of sport. Um, we've got a little segment on Christmas presents, and we've got some special presents for some for some of the AFL clubs out there. Um, we've got our, our Christmas guest. He's the only repeater uh, for the whole season, and that's no pun intended there, Peter Dacos, um, <laughs> is, uh, is, is um, joining us later in the episode, which is magnificent. <laughs> Tex has got a Yuletide uh, to yeah. run with. Um, and then we, we, will, um, we will give some Christmas blessings to a few of our, um, our tweeters during the course of the year. So looking forward to a bit of fun, lads. Morwood, a chance here for Collingwood. Shane Morwood puts it back. Now, there isn't a whole heap of sport. Oh, there's plenty of sport actually going on, but we've always loved just talking about our footy. Now, the draft. It's actually it's clashing with this high-rating production <laughs> at the moment. So we, we, we may actually be able to bring you... Because I don't think there's any licensing restrictions around us announcing um, who's, who's number one, who's number two, and all that sort of stuff, um, if the timing... The timing coming, yeah, no, time, well, timing will permit because we'll probably be here as usual until until midnight. Text. We might be here for next year's draft at this rate. <laughs> Are you actually interested? Are you staying interested? Or, I mean, no, nah, I never get that excited about the draft because, particularly this year, it's all just opinion and they're unproven, and it's good for young kids to aspire to. But I think it's how often do you see an early draft pick disappoint and someone pulls someone in pick twenty five or thirty five or forty five and they turn out all right. But I will give you a scoop on the draft. Scoop? I'll give you a scoop. I have it on good authority. Now let's get the pronunciation right. Jamara Eugel Hagen, as a Scotch college boy, I have it on good authority that he has all the ability in the world, but may lack a little bit when it comes to attitude and desire. That's the feedback from the... The college? Inner sanctum at Scotch. Mm. 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 May get a little bit ahead of himself, Jamara. Well, he was on the he was on the front page of the the paper yesterday for that the standard shot that they take of the of the top three or four candidates, and one of them was that that young fella Perkins, Archie Perkins, who, who's who's already saying to the interstate clubs, "I'm not sure I'm ready for a move." And isn't that effectively tampering? I don't think you're allowed to say that. He's almost trying to warn off interstate clubs from recruiting him. Well, he could, and I've, I've just had a light bulb moment, as they call it. I've just had a look at Jamara Eugle Hagen. Um, he's of 
indigenous descent, isn't he? Surprising you mentioned that. Well, well, that would explain probably the attitude. Well, the Yugal should have given it away, mate, because Troy Yugal was a, a very famous Indigenous player from years gone by. Why, so that is, might have been, why is he hyphenating his name then, Yugal Hagen? Well, possibly because um, parents? the parents have, have come from with different names. I, I like your nephew, though, mate. I reckon your nephew's a big chance. My nephew? Yeah. Mm. Lucky Jones. Uh, well, the, uh, How's that different to Simon Mitten Connell, just out of interest? He's a. Did you oh, ask um, Mr. Mitten and Mrs. Connell about, about David um, Reese Jones? Yeah. Oh. Mrs. Reese, okay. Mr. Jones. Yeah, Lewis Roberts Thompson. <laughs> Jamara Eugle Hagen, is, if he is of Indigenous descent, that would probably explain the attitude and the desire challenges that he'll face throughout his career. That makes perfect sense now. Oh, that's a bit harsh. No, no. So, I'm, what about your team? Do you, um, Shana, what do you think? Like, I mean. Um, uh, it's just interesting watching how, and look, maybe COVID's had an impact, but compared to the way American sports deal with their drafts, right, um, and the way they package them up, they build them up, and I think it's a little bit different thinking about NFL and NBA because they're two sports that I pay some attention to out of the US. But with the NFL, the kids are normally fully through college. They'll play for, uh, sorry, they'll be at college for four years, and then they may get selected. And you know, there's six or seven rounds, so there's a lot of players who, mm. who, 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 and it normally takes two or three days as they work through the various rounds. Whereas the NBA now, a lot of them are so-called one and done. They'll do a year at, at college and they'll go straight into the NBA. Or there's some prodigies that come straight out of high school as opposed to the old system where, again, they'd go through four years of, uh, of uni and they'd be 21 or 22 before mm. they, they join an NBA team. Yeah. Uh, and, and they have real impact when they start. Now, I think if you have a look at our mate, um, Lewis Rowell, um, he had a good start to the, um, um, to the season with Gold Coast. Um, number one pick, unfortunately injured. Nine votes, or whatever it was in the Brownlow. Um, and, and I guess over the last couple of years, with some of those Port Adelaide players, Connor Rosie, um, you know, they're having a lot of impact in the first season that they're being selected. But in Australia, it's different. There's, there doesn't seem to be the hype around the draft. Um, I think you don't see it from a uh, from a visual, so television. I think it's it's not out there. I think in America, those sports you mentioned, the college sports, yeah, it's yeah, big, yeah, and there's true. big That's crowds and it's popular. So, I mean, I mean, I think even some of those coaches, the college coaches, get paid. Well, say more, but they're in the millions of dollars. They get paid for. Oh yeah, coaching. it's so big it's business. Pretty big. Whereas, well, they're getting sixty thousand. It's big for these kids right now because the draft's on. Whereas we don't, you know, this is when we hear about them now. But once the season's finished maybe just prior the AFL season that is we start to hear about these kids don't, we really don't know them and this year we haven't heard them seen them or seen much of them obviously because there's been no footy well the interstate guys are getting a, a bit more um, airplay because they've played in the the waffle the, the waffle the same NFL, same yeah, NFL. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. so although I think they're trying to change that with the NAB the NAB Super League or whatever it's called now for the, uh, the under 18s yeah. I think they're trying to change that and I suspect that as we continue to Americanise aspects of our game um, you'll start to see a lot more coverage around that sort of stuff, um, and people actually tracking, yeah. tra- tracking some of that. I think it needs to, to sort of draw more a focus on it for us from a viewer's point of view. But whoever gets drafted at where doesn't bother me. And and how boring to watch a draft like exciting for the pick, kids and the families. Yeah, and, terrific and for and them, the but it doesn't mean much to us who don't know them and they're unproven and whatever. So yeah. I'd be happy to just pick up the paper tomorrow and find out who my club's got and hope that the club 
develop them and they become good players. That's well, it's got a little bit more convoluted with this next generation academy and points and, and all that sort of stuff. So you, you do, I mean, if you really want to follow it now, then some of the media guys are, are right over it, but um, it's do, a lot Do you harder. follow that? Like, are you... Do you understand all that points? Oh, like, yeah. oh, I've paid a little bit more attention to that. Yeah, well, they needed a certain amount. Yeah, yeah, certain correct. Now. Because you can, otherwise you go into what they call deficits, so it impacts your future future picks. So, And I don't know how the Next Generation Academy works in terms of like how does Jamara Eugle Hayden actually become a Bulldogs Next Generation Academy mm. selection as opposed to somebody else. So if they've, if they've actually done a good job of identifying him four or five years ago, whenever you, you're able to do that, then well done to him, right? Because, um, you know, the, the word is he's actually the best player. So it will be interesting if the Crows nominate him mm. and so it forces the Bulldogs to use their um, their very first selection because there's some talk that that, that Turkey, Dodoro, is going to do the same thing with um, um, Cyril Rioli. Uh, sorry, not Cyril Rioli, um, Morris, Morris Rioli's son, um, the junior, um, because they, they've supposedly interviewed him and they may nominate him and then force Richmond to use their first round pick on him. Um, because he's not really, a, a, according to the, the talent spotters, um, the, like in the top 20 or 30 players. But some of the teams have already started coming back to training, I noticed this week as well. Um, oh, yeah. So right. that's already happened. We which might touch on a few of those clubs and what they're trying to achieve in their pre-season a little bit later when we get to the presents. Is that is that early? Or, I mean, it's obviously later this year because the season finished later and they have to have a minimum break. But when did you do pre-season when you were playing? Did you do much uh, before November. Christmas? Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. We were still celebrating the Premiership in 94 before Christmas. After Christmas. But don't they bring them... It's interesting. They So you get a longer break if you're a more mature player. Mm-hmm. So The one to four year players came back today. Yeah. Oh, sorry, this week. But what's interesting is like... Richmond obviously played in the grand final. Yeah. Um, their one to four year players were back this week yep. as well. So that's normally they're they're a few weeks behind because of timing. But I think because the season was extended, truncated. Um, um, well, well, it wasn't. I mean, the number of games were truncated. Tex, um, good. Uh, you 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 really that was your word of the year. I loved it. it. You, you, <coughs> truncated. you created that word. Yeah. You. I, I used you. it. I didn't create it. I won't claim it, Shane. It's in Turtle um, Dictionary, isn't it? Hey? It's Turtle Dictionary. No, it's in the Oxford one too, apparently. I saw a banner had Turtle all over it yesterday. Hey, here's a question for the coach. You're the coach. So you come back in pre-season. Come back in pre-season. What do you do? Do you touch a footy or do you just get fit? No, footy. So a bit of running and skills, a bit of strength development. And you're handling a footy. Yeah, absolutely. The the book the Dons they're um they're grappling and wrestling apparently it's going to be part of their their new brand the the trucks suggest he's now the, the coach in his own right just in case you're well, wondering now who, we've got who clarity. Essendon's coach now we've got clarity yeah, about yeah. who's coaching well, that's Essendon. one thing uh, we still don't have clarity about what they stand for but that's apparently can, can you believe that footy club after all they've been through and then they make another mistake after the review and they say oh, oh we've got a cultural problem and then they go and they email the players allegedly informing them they're going to play around with their money and then they come out and correct it and say, oh, sorry, we didn't communicate that well. I mean, they... Xavier Campbell, mate. I don't even know how he's even been mentioned in the same sentences as Brendan Gale as a replacement for um, old, old um, Gil. That's hey, unbelievable. They might have seen some guidance from Collingwood Football Club mate, about that communication skills. Oh, well, they may have too, but yeah. they've got Josh Mahoney now yeah. heading over there. to has been around old Josh, hasn't he? 
He's replacing well, Dan Wayne the Man, Man Richardson. Richardson. I mean, who's gone to the umpires? He has. Yeah. Mm. So, really? um, I don't know how you're made. Um, Where's Gershon? Where's the, the party boys going to be happy about that? Oh, no, That's I the think... bloke up in Queensland who didn't want to talk to us because of um, contractual <laughs> obligations. <laughs> the pie? Uh, Herbie's son, John. Herbie, Herbie, that's Herbie right. Adams. <laughs> that's Hello to John. Right. I know he's an avid listener. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they, um, Josh Mahoney to, to Essendon, they, they've had an enormous amount of change oh, that club. What a, what, a, what, a, what a get that is. <laughs> they've had a brilliant last eight years, haven't they? Essendon? Oh, How yeah. long since they've made, played in a final or won one? It's, well, you're the since stats they, man. Since they've won one, it's, it's God knows how long. A long There's time. A, yeah, it's like... A, a huge amount of days, but uh, since they played him, well, it was only a couple of years ago. Swanson belted them up. When they do the days, it's been a thousand two hundred and twenty-two days. It's like it's four or five thousand now, I think. Right, Fourth so, of September two thousand and four. So sixteen last won a years final. by three hundred and sixty-five days. There you go. It's five five thousand days. That's unbelievable mm. for a, for a, for an iconic Melbourne club. Not iconic. Oh, a large iconic. club to Shut not up. have won a final in sixteen years. Anyway, what? Take to the bank, Sheedy on that board won't work. You, you mentioned that in the last episode. Yeah, I just I want to remind the, people. Yeah. I've got a mm. present for them a bit later yeah. on. It might yeah. just help them, I reckon. But, um, I might make finals next year. What about um, the Tigers? What about Have we um, just caught up with what they've been up to since then? Oh, uh, what have they done there? I mean, I think, I think they're going to get a cavalcade down Punt Road. There's a big event tomorrow night, apparently, in Richmond. Well, um, Benny and Peg and, and Dimmer. Uh, it's so it's the Dimmesty Dinner. Um, shout out to our mate Johnny Toop, a friend of the program, um, who's um, launching, what is it, TCS services, um, Tex? I think that's um, what he's go, referring to it as, he'll, yes. He'll go big on that one. And Virat Kohli, I've, I've spotted him wearing a Richmond jumper now. That's um, been tweeted about a fair bit as well, mate. Bandwagon um, jumper. Move on. Okay. Are you excited about the cricket? Big bash tomorrow. I'm excited about that. Yeah? Yeah. Who's right. your team, Shane? Oh, I like the Tassie boys. Do you? Yeah. Tex? Um, I'll watch it for a little bit of entertainment. I do like a bit of a soft spot for the Scorchers, the Perth Scorchers. Really? Yeah, it's particularly okay. when they play a handful of games at the Wacker, the yeah. home of cricket in WA. I do like watching them play. They don't play enough. They play, now they play at that. The Wacker? They haven't yeah. played a game. They've never they played a game at the Wacker. play T20 at the Wacker, Turtle, believe me. But they play a lot of their games at Optus, that uh, generic... Once again, uh, we start... I think it, I, I use this terminology or words or phrase in the first episode and looks like I'll use it in episode 23 as well, Tex. Do your research. All right. I'd suggest to you they've never played a game at the Wacker. I reckon he's doing right now, Turtle. They've never played a game at the Wacker? No. No, The Perth Perth Scorchers have never played a T20 game at the Wacker. No. They have played many. I think you're in trouble there, Turtle. Many. I think you're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I'm just on reflection. I could be, actually. The crowd crowd on the hill would go nuts for Brad Hogg as he'd go on field down at the fine league. That could be right. When when do you reckon they last played without Uh, looking at your reference? Last year, I reckon they played a game there. I'd be happy to to have those four slabs on the fact that they didn't play a game there last year. I reckon they played all of them at that Optus Stadium last year. Um, anyway, um, Tex will once again be proven wrong. Uh, oh, oh, hello. He's oh. <laughs> whoops! It's it's 1964. They last played a game at the Wacker. Hey, um, the um, I like the Brisbane Heat, but that's all. Yeah, because I've always followed the oh. um, the Queenslanders in the Sheffield Shield because of my my favourite all time cricketer, Greg Chapel. Hey, did you see him on the? How um, good was he, mate? So and, and Tex, what? So and the answer is. Oh, I'm still looking. Oh, for it. Uh, good, good, good to see you've done your, your research. Uh, 2019. 
There you go. Oh, 2019 so last year. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Played home matches at the ground. So does that mean you owe me those slabs? Square, well, you didn't take the bet text because you, you, once again, mate, you like a deer in the spotlight. Um, got to be telly about that. I, I tell you what, I'm I'm genuinely looking forward to the test series. Oh, yeah? With India, yeah. And if you notice, those who like their cricket, truncated. Well, they're kind of playing it <laughs> the series by series. So I think they go Adelaide for a night game, I think, and then Boxing Day, Sydney Brisbane. That's it. So four tests against India, Virat. So Virat only, Martin, he's only away for the one test, isn't he? Yeah, he's Who? only here for Virat the... Martin? Coley. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, Coley. They're related to the guy on the Richmond yeah. job, yeah. sorry. Yeah. He's only here for um, the first test, correct? He's he going is, home yeah. to... Um, he's done a still side bottom, mate. He's going back to the C's partner, deliver the baby. I wonder if he'll be at the striker's yeah. end or not. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> you the side bottom gets his... I, I do want to, I do want to ask one question about um, um, US sports because I know you're an avid fan, yeah. Tex. Right? But um, what's actually? Uh, have you seen the way they're handling COVID? It's so different to um, how we've handled COVID. US sports or the US itself? No, the US. Well, the US itself <laughs> is handling it a little bit differently, as we know from Texas mate, running mate. Donald is handling it a little bit differently, but um, but no, I'm talking about the sports. Like with um, right now, the NFL, um, like the NBA, smaller lists and all that. There's 53 players who who play on an NFL roster, so it's going to be hard to have hubs. But they're talking. I think they're talking about hubs to finish the playoffs and all that sort of stuff off because right. I mean, like um, teams are just being decimated left, right, and centre. There was a game that was postponed four times um, last week. Uh, it was meant to be on Thanksgiving and it ended up being played almost a week later. Um, it's completely different to um, how we've handled it here. But um, but I know you asked about Michael Lombardi, um, Tex. You've, you've been recently yes. um, exposed to him. He, he's, uh, you've got to listen. I mean, second only to our podcast, but he does have one. Um, and it is about the NFL, but it, it dovetails a lot around leadership. Um, and and, I, and um, I've, I've been listening to his. It's called the GM Shuffle. Okay. I highly recommend it. As in the general manager shuffle? That's it. Right. Uh, his book that he wrote, you, lately, you, were, you were a fan of his book, weren't you? The Gridiron Genius. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's well regarded. I mean, Tim Watson talks a lot about it because I'm pretty sure that um, he had a bit to do with getting Lombardi down to Essendon. He came to Australia last year mm. and was involved there. Um, is he a regular on the radio? You know what I mean? They, they, get the him, they get him on a few yeah. times, yeah. Um, he's excellent. But he's but listen to his podcast. It's, it's brilliant. Hey, um, um, just speaking of books, what about Conrad Marshall's new yeah, one? Yes, I know, mate. The hard way. Mm. How, true, how true are those words were straight after the grand final, mate? Unbelievable. Um, Hasn't yeah. missed an opportunity there, old Conrad. We'll have to get him back on to talk about it, Tex. Mm. Um, hey, we, it'd be remiss of us not to talk about um, one of our favourite guests from early in the year who just um, was mentioned yesterday um, mentioned he was appointed to the Melbourne coaching panel development coach the Melbourne football club head no. of development it was called oh, head of development, head of development. Oh, but yeah. but there's a head of development already which is um, Alan Richardson I think he reports to Richo in the structure there um, so that'll be interesting he's very um, excited the boy yeah. but I must say back in the age, but probably. what about yesterday so he did you see him he did a zoom media conference right um, and They've they've done it apparently at two o'clock in the afternoon. It was set for, and, and of course, 
Well, no, it didn't. This is the thing, right? So that the, all the nightly news reporters were on that Zoom call. And it was still going at 6.15, so they couldn't <laughs> file their stories, mate. Old Choco was still going and telling him how good um, he's just going through every line of a resume. Uh, so, Shano, what, what, what do you reckon, mate? Um, has he asked you for your CV there, mate? You could be no, assistant head of development. We, we, could, we could break the story here. Mm, so good point. As, he's, as Choco's now committed to the AFL system, it does leave an opening at where I be. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is that that, that is, like the Adams family, he has literally left them in the lurch there, mate. Wow. Talk about just carrying on. Yeah, I know. That was unbelievable. I'm sensing some movement at the station here. You think? I think the Uber from Dingley to Werribee could be a regular occurrence. Now, just to wrap this segment up, your favourite sports story of the year. Oh. It's on the run sheet, Tex. You know, I understand that. While you're mulling, <laughs> um, you'd be shocked to know that um, three out of four is my favourite sports story of the year. But the other one, which I really loved, which is just before COVID, 90,000 fans at the MCG when the Australian women won the T20 oh. World Cup. How good was that? No, it was fantastic. Yeah. That's probably one of my highlights. You're kidding me. Yeah, oh, what else was it? Sorry, mate. Sorry. The, the netball hubbers was much more interesting. Oh, my, well, I enjoyed my, the netball. It was a great game. Yeah. But, like, there's a highlight. Yeah. I reckon that. Mm. I reckon there's been more attention to the cricketers, female cricketers, since then. 100%. You'll think I'm weird. My favourite sports story of the year was we know. the way the great NRL coach Wayne Bennett took hold of the of the Brisbane State of Origin team Queensland. and Queensland and got them up and about and they won Rebailed. that series. I thought that was outstanding. To win against the odds in Adelaide in game one to get the worst Queensland team. Yeah, I thought that was a great sports story. So to nugget on all our Queensland listeners, I thought that was a standout story for the as was the performance of the Melbourne clubs, so the Vixens, the Storm and Richmond, to win flags, premierships mm. away from home, I thought that was great too. That good show. What was yours? Oh, you you agreed yeah. to the T20 one, yeah, did you? Jumped on, jumped on the bandwagon? Absolutely. Okay. I think that's that could be our, our that could be the repeater. Um, let's 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 go and see if he's there, mate. Let's go and see if he's there. Repeater, I'm excited. <laughs> All right, carry on. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus Lane. Blixen and Blixen and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Now this is about the most creative thing we've come up with for the whole year. We, we thought that in the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of giving, that we would actually give each of the AFL clubs a present that we thought that they they deserve for either for the year or to help them out or or whatever else, Shano. Um, so um, we all got we picked six teams out of a fucking hat. Ooh, um. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. Ah, dearie me. Uh, we picked six things out of a hat. We picked six six teams out of a hat, and we've nominated a gift 
for everyone. So, Shana, why don't we start with you? Who's your first one? I love giving gifts. I reckon this is probably one of the best that we'll hear over the 18. Well, so, let us be the judge. So right? what I've done, what I've done, right, is I've gone around to Hodgie's place, Lukey Hodgie. So which team Hodges, are you doing? Hawthorne. Mate. Okay, sorry. Right. Just tell us what you're doing. Well, the run sheet says. Well, I know, but the, the people can't right? see the run sheet. Well, you just let us know, right? Are you in charge of this? Come on, get on top of it. You've lost your, you know what. Now, I've gone and signed up. I've got eight contracts and I've signed eight young boys up. So Lukey Hodges boys, Cooper, Chase, Leo and Tanner. And Crofts, we've got Charlie, Benjamin, and the twins, Jack and Henry. Or is it Harry? Could be Harry. All right, so I've signed them up. So that's their future midfield, plus a couple of small forwards. They won't be big players, look at the old man's. So that's gonna be the best Christmas gift the horse will ever, ever get. So very- um, Left field, Shane. It's, it's um, in theme with the draft as well, mate, so. Their future. Uh, yeah, that's no, the good. midfield future for the Hawthorne yeah. football club. Tex, well. Collingwood, mate. Now, what, what's what's in the big um, the big Santa sock uh, waiting for Collingwood, mate? From uh, from you. Well, we've back we've backed up the truck at, mm. at the Lexus Centre or the Holden Centre. We have, and we are going to deliver Collingwood for Christmas. A new president. I think it's I think it's time for Eduardo to vacate the building. Donald Trump's available, mate. <laughs> can I ask who the new president is, please? Uh, well, you can. You can, Shane. Okay. Uh, the new president of Collingwood is going to be Craig Kelly. Ned Craig Kelly. He's too busy. No, he'll be unveiled as the new president of Collingwood. That's what their Christmas present's going to be. Tex, very good. Excited. Well, what, what do you give someone who's got everything? Um, and that's Richmond. Uh, so they're, they're the first cab off the rank for me. Surprisingly, I got I pulled them out of the hat. Really? Um, yeah. And um, it was a type of hat, wasn't it? It's it's a it's a Bunnings voucher for five hundred bucks, actually, mate. Um, and uh, included with it is the installer, the carpenter, because he's coming around down coming down the Tigerland to build some more shelves so they can put all the yeah. all the trophies and and um, silverware, mate. That's what they need down there most of all at Tigerland. I know they're doing a full redevelopment and um, old Dan Andrews, bless him, has um, dug deep in his pockets to give him some, some cash, but- 500 uh, bucks. 500 bucks voucher, that's all they need, mate. We're um, down there at, Ti at Tigerland, mate. Um, sure humble and hungry. Five bucks, mate. Five Just remember bucks. that, humble and hungry. Yeah, okay. Mm. Who you got next, Shana? I got the this bombers, is working mate. beautifully after- I got after the bombers, <laughs> 30 seconds, pretty good. I got the bombers, mate. So as we heard, their coach, we know who the coach is now, they're trying to find their identity. So I've bought 42 identity badges, all different characters. <laughs> <laughs> and they can wear those by the end of the pre-season, I'll work out. <laughs> wow. He loves his own work there, doesn't he, Tex? Some of your better work, Shane, eh? Oh, my goodness. Wow, we. Yeah, no, wow. I, can see, um, I can see Ben Rutten just sitting underneath the, the tree there. Got the milk, mate, ready to go. <laughs> Who am I today? <laughs> Tex. North Melbourne, your favourite. Uh, well, very simply, you know those um, those oxygen bottles that those people with methophilonoma or whatever it's called, that disease they, that they carry around? We, uh, that's what we've got. We've got 18 of those, and we're just going to uh, put them on mass at Arden Street because that club's on life support, and they'll need something to keep them alive for the year. So there's oxygen bottles for North. Okay. Um, 
Now, somehow I've drawn Geelong out of the hat as well, mate. So I've got, oh. I've got, I've got the catch right. Oh, no. So there's some well, land. There's going to be some land involved. Here. No, no. Well, he's 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 donating a bit because he's got he's got more than six acres now. Donating um, six acres, but but actually, um, I I thought about giving him rocking chairs um, for for the decrepit old blokes that they've they've recruited down there. But but instead, I've given them actually rights to Parker Cochin, who's just over twelve months old. Um, so I'm thinking if he makes the list at Geelong, their average age should almost just sneak under 40 now, um, based off their, their most recent recruits. That is true. That's true. Next. I, I like that. You like that I've one? Not baggers. as good as the identity badges. The blue baggers. <laughs> All right, so um, this is their only chance here, I reckon. Oh, so sure. I've, I've bought them a uh, go-to-finals free card. Right. Oh, Shano, I think we've got an administrative error here. Because I, I see Carlton's appeared on two lists. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get two presents and someone's going to miss out. <laughs> someone's actually going to miss out. Who's, um, free, who's got three? Oh, um, mm. No, actually. Sydney? Sydney. You, no, you, you tell us Carlton, mate. You tell us Carlton anyway. And well, I, I said, I said I'm going to give him a go-to finals free card. Or get into the finals free card. Because that's the only chance that, that club is ever going to make finals. Wow, nice. I like it, Chono. Um, I had the Swans, and I'm giving them... I'm giving uh, the Sydney Football Club a injury-free Buddy Franklin for the year. Oh, that's a huge. A bulletproof Buddy is that what is is what Sydney are getting, and then you watch them just go bang. Um, now the Gold Coast... Um, they're getting access for free to the Richmond HR files because they've got five blokes down there who are playing for them this season <laughs> from, from Richmond. Jacob Townsend, Corey Ellis, um, the other Ellis, Brandon, um, Anthony Miles, Oleg Markov, and the list just goes on. So um, rung the HR manager and said, send those files up to the Gold Coast pronto for the, for the, for the, for the, for the Suns. All right, well, I got the doggies next. All right, uh, what they I reckon need. this is going as well as our I'm not business sure. and footy. I think this is not turned really? off right now. But the doggies, they've got Trelaw, gun midfielder. I reckon the back line's settled. They need a key forward because they've got no one up there. So I'm going to give them a key forward. I don't know who, but it's a key forward. <laughs> this is going for Going beautifully, Shane. Thank you very much. Um, I'm giving the Dockers eight points next year. Uh, that's their, their Christmas gift. The, uh, eight points to beat West Coast twice. Two derby wins in a year. That'll kick the Dockers off nicely. Well, I've got the West Coast, and I gave them eight points for, <laughs> for their two games against, <laughs> against Freo, mate. So, um, my goodness, great minds think alike. Unbelievable. Uh, that is unbelievable. Mm. Shano. Yeah, really. GWS. Oh. Uh, they're my favourite team. So, we've all seen the Wizard of Oz, haven't we? Yep. Yes, yeah, we yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. So, yes, all right. It's a cowardly line. Needs some courage. That club needs courage. He's killing himself. The man needs a heart. He practices with Natalie last what night. Need, most of all, what the scarecrow is after, and that's a brain. <laughs> they need to find what they're about: a game style and some oh, soul. Oh my goodness! My dear. <laughs> that's good, mate. Hmm. Uh, that's me, isn't it? Port Adelaide. Well, I thought outside the square here, I really? thought given their history and oh. given their current form, 
I'm giving them a statue and some rope. Some rope, because when Choco won the flag, he kind of pulled that thing up around his neck. Called a tie. Yeah, a tie. Yeah. And given that their theme song is Never Tear Us Apart by In Excess and Michael Hutchins, I thought it would be quite nice <laughs> if they had the statue and the rope. <laughs> I like it. Oh, very left of Cenotex. Um, so I had the Crows. Mm. And so I've given access to, um, what's their president's, uh, their, um, their CEO's name, um, the, the ex-rugby bloke? Tex? No, uh, I was going to say no, no, Triggy. A long time ago. He was. But anyway, whatever their CEO is, he's got access for one hour inside a boating, camping and fishing store for their next pre-season camp, mate. They can he's just the get, they can load up with tents and other shit. I like um, it. And they can get access to the cassette of the, the, of the Richmond theme song. That's right. <laughs> which they play in a bus every time. Mm. Well, the Brisbane Lions I've got next. So Chris Vogan needs a replacement for Dave Noble. So I reckon it's Jeff Walsh from the Collingwood Football Club. He's, oh. he's departing the club in a few weeks. Says he's Shana. retiring. He's going Shana. north. Newsflash, Shano. They've already filled that role. Well, just well, it must have been. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Daly got the job about a week and a half ago, mate. But okay. Who? Danny Daly. Who he was, was on Danny the coaching Daly? panel. He was one of the assistant coaches. Oh, my God. Just work with me, mate. Let's do the research. This is going beautifully. Oh, mate, I can't help you when you dig a hole like that, Shano. <laughs> um, I have got St Kilda. The Saints. <laughs> I'm giving them a home game at Moorabbin. At Moorabbin, a home game <laughs> to kick to the Linton Street end of the ground. As there they... is no Linton Street, you idiot. There is. There is no Linton Street end. <laughs> well, there the is, Shane. It's the South Road end. Well, the South Road end. They're getting a home game at Moorabbin and... They can unveil the Danny Frawley Wellbeing Centre in, for a home game at Moorabbin. I think that would be nice. Was this. I think that would be nice. <laughs> you loved it when the when the run sheet came out. <laughs> oh, dearie me. And the, almost the most irrelevant club, um, Melbourne. So they're... Um, Texas team. Uh, uh, north there, Melbourne. Mate. Yeah, well, um, somewhere not so north of there. Um, Melbourne. Um, their gift, which I just found out I needed to... <laughs> I needed to, to give today, but um, I think they got it. Um, well, they need a new coach um, because that good one's useless. Um, there won't be any good wins going on for Melbourne this year, uh, apart from when Co um, when Choco takes the takes the reins as the senior coach. So, I think um, um, that's their present. Love it. Good work. <laughs> do, you, do you really love it? Very right. We may have to well edit this whole segment out, mate. No, no. Love it. Merry Christmas, though, to all the AFL clubs. Yeah. Um, and all the best to you trying to catch the benchmark. And I want to look them straight in the eye, and I want to tell them what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood... Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Now, Texas tirade is entitled, It's All Too Much. I can't bear it. I cannot go on, boys. I cannot go on. We started the year um, where I started to get my head around the inclusiveness of society and gay marriage, and we've moved on from all that. Then I saw Donald Trump have the election stolen away from him by the fraudulent voters and the pre-pollers. 
but I just about tipped me over the edge last week as I sat down and put bum on couch to watch Australia v Argentina in the rugby. Was that after you? Oh, yes. What I saw, I thought I was having a bad dream. I saw a lovely woman by the name of Olivia Fox, and they said, "Be upstanding as we sing the Australian national anthem in the indigenous language." of the Iran people. Give me a spell. The words she said were not real. They were made up. No one understood them. The players who disgraced the Australian rugby guernsey pretended to sing. I've never heard of the Australian anthem sung in the native tongue of the Iran people. The do-gooders have taken over. We have become so politically correct that we think it is acceptable. It is a disgrace. Stand up proud, put your hand on your chest and sing Advance Australia Fair, not some dribbling rubbish that no one knows, no one can validate or no one understands. We've gone mad and I can't take it any longer. Over and out. You know they practice the boys. The boys actually oh, practice the words. They didn't do a good job, though, mate. Did what? You, I, shame. I tell you what, it, it was like watching one of those old Bruce Lee movies. You were hearing all this... The music and whatever and singing and then their voices were um, different blokes were different they had a 9 out of 10 for trying absolutely um, not 9 out of 10 for trying no no I'm just talking about them imitate I'm, I don't have a I'm, I'm rather ambivalent about it Tex I, I am very interested in the outpouring of emotion from the media about how they thought it was great and we should keep doing this and all the rest the of it the do-gooders have taken over mate okay. that, they, that were made up words that's not even a real language what they oh, were saying I think you're being a little bit unfair that, around oh, that. Well, someone validate it for me. Hey? There's about it's a bit like the dialect in the native country. Mate, you, should diff- just, you should have just put the research. Shazam up. At, Do at, research now. That's what I did. It was playing on the TV. I just put the Shazam up. At, and what did it say? It Unrecognised. Said, it would have no, said. No, no. It said um, the Euro, what did you call it? The Euron Nation. Euron people. Euron people. There you go. Um, yeah, that's what it said. Just made up. Not true. And we're not that silly. <laughs> That was very harsh, very harsh, Tex. I'm not sure that we can go to air with that. Well, we can because we're uncensored. Hey, I mean, what, next well, we'll what? have next we'll have Anthony Mundine and Yvonne so, Gulagong Corley being <laughs> being our national heroes. I asked it to be Tex's Yuletide treat to finish the year. Something positive to finish the year. I'm being positive about what. I'm being positive about we don't have to accept this. We don't have to pander to every single minority group. They snuck under the guard. And you know what? That was that was grandstanding and there was no media leading up to that. That was designed to capture our attention and well, annoy us. As we bleed into the next segment, which is going to be your um, your try, which we can for this. We, we didn't think it was appropriate to bet over Christmas. But I reckon you should place your next bet using... The native tongue of the country. Why don't you place that when you when you when you're doing it on Sportsbet or something? Uh, I've got a little side interest for us this week. If Have you? you? I do. If you want to, please share. Well, I mean, it would be remiss of us not to say that we actually, um, like, I was thinking of like the old fable, the twelve days of Christmas, right? And I was just thinking the twenty four weeks of, of Texas Dry, <laughs> which oh, I thought you were going to say twelve league multi, boboing. <laughs> we could do a twelve leg multi in in, in uh, but having not been able to get a one leg multi on 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 some of these um these past twenty four weeks, 
Like, you want to have a Christmas crack? Like, what have I, you got, mate? I think what I can go got? out in a blaze of glory here. I'm interested. Let's go. Friday night at the Valley, Ooh. race seven, horse six. It's called Marine Bell. It's a Leon and Troy Corson's horse, paying oh, $6. Paying $6. I think it's worth having $40 on that at $6. So race seven, number six, Friday night at the Valley. And if you're keen and you like to double down... Have an all-up of that into <laughs> Saturday at headquarters, race eight, horse six, Rainbow Thief. It's a Mike Moroney, Mike Moroney-trained horse ridden by the great Jamie Carr. It's paying um, about $7. So you can all-up them for $42. It's worth an interest. Race seven, number six, Friday night at the Valley, into race eight, number six, Saturday at headquarters. I always don't reckon it's worth writing down, Shane, so I don't know why you're taking notes of of what the bet is, right? Because we've had 24 goes of taking these notes previously. So um, we're going to have to relaunch it as something different when we come back next. And, I mean, that is the big news of the um, of the episode, which actually we'll save that over for the last section. Um, but, um, okay, that's good, Tex. You've um, not quite the Yuletide treat that Shane and I were expecting, but but thank you for, for closing out thank so you for strongly, sharing, mate. It's been a beautiful, um, beautiful moment. Yeah, no, that was good. Well, thank um, you for listening. In fact, I, I think I can hear my phone ringing and I'm pretty sure it's that Nova Paris Nevo. Um, I'm going to have a few words. Another one who's let herself go in retirement. See you, <laughs> Now, this, we always like to pay homage to our, our tweeters text. We do. Yeah, um, and you've had some of it, I mean, you've had some very nice interactions with some of these. So we just thought... Uh, we actually should have probably thought about giving each of them a Christmas present, mate. A couple of our favourite tweeters, what they might actually need as Christmas presents. Now, I won't mention what you said off offline about Mr Flynn, but he was one of our favourites up and about very early in the year. And once the crows really fell off the perch, not to be seen. Well, legal, his, his legal Still advice legally. was to yeah. uh, withdraw, which is not something that Mr Flynn typically does. But he is... Um, under some counselling for um, future litigation against you. Okay. So, Mr Flynn, he goes okay, but he yeah, he was good. He was he kicked us off at the start of the year, you're right. Did Kim Jong from Korea take him out? Oh. No, well, there was a little bit of argy-bargy between those two mm-hmm. um, throughout the course of the year, mate. There was, actually. Kim Jong from Korea, I mean, I mean, basically down there, they've, they've had a free run at it, haven't they? Uh, no, no COVID restrictions, and he's just been running he's in a muck. He runs his own. He runs the, the whole place, mate. He's in charge of the life-saving club down there at Torquay. Um, I mean, actually, we've got some pretty influential people when it comes to political influence. There's someone down on the on the um, the south coast who's. Um, um, he saved Torquay from the dam. It's bloody uh, collapsing. He sorted all that out. Uh, Shane, could you speak English, please? What did you just say? He went the Kim Jong, mate. He got the whole, got the whole battalion in, mate, to, yeah. to sort that, that out. Right? So if you're going to run it, run down there at Jagger Jagger, mate, you, research. Come on, you need up. to get some, um, some months ago, strong influences involved. I'll be heading down his way. He saved everyone. I'll be heading down his way in the off-season. So When you do head down there, you might want to catch the bus with the bus driver himself. Nick, the bus driver, he sent me a telex during the week. Did he? He did. And, uh, How did he go, mate? Is he, is he, um, is he back? Is he sober? I guess that's uh, the He's question. sober. He's, he's off the wagon, text. but he's... Um, he's not happy with us. 
No, he, he wants the right of reply in 2021. If we can get through, if we are on air again next year, ever again. Well, there is some breaking news on that, which I'll share with you. Well, um, Mick, Mick, the bus driver, wants to be, uh, would like the opportunity to set a few things straight next year. Well, he, uh, such disgusted he was with some comments apparently I made that he actually drove the bus to Bright and had a few <laughs> quiet ones to get over a few things. That's why we haven't seen his Australian, all Australian team of 2020. Mm. Ah oh, well, I'm not, but so so he might have gone via Dush from the Bush, um, who I think is unfortunately for him we go into hiatus, but this is when he really starts to sprout because loves the cricket, does Dush from the Bush, wins the uh, toss and bats, hey? Dush, bats, bowls and fields, mate. Wow, um, it's a it's a game in one for him. Um, <laughs> that would be the case, would it not be, coach? <laughs> hey, what can you share? I'm not He's sure. playing a bit of veterans cricket too, mate. Apparently, you reckon um, he bowled quite well on the weekend. Um, so, but did your coaching the, extend to rehab? He lost the game rehab work, mate. Did he lose the game for them? Did he? Yeah, yeah. Bowled one down leg side. I clipped him for four, and that was it. Game over. Game lost. over. Oh, oh, that big game at Dingley, mate. Uh, he was trying to be Was he? Yeah, no good. Lost the World Cup. That, Damien Fleming did that, did he? No, that he wasn't Damien, mate. He won. He was trying to. You up for that text? Now, what about Paul from Hatchek 1, mate? We thought he actually might make the big trip down from the big Hatchek. Well, uh, he's actually, in, in trotting terms, he's um, shuffled back on the rail now, is Paul from Hatchek 1. <laughs> he no longer has the national role, and he's um, New South Wales bound. So he's uh, tucked away on the fence with a head on the chest, well, is the, Paul from Hatchek 1. The disappointing part about that was Anastasia... Was looking Salamis for a, a, yeah, was looking for a, a two-for-one down there at Greensboro with the two of you going in there. Because I know, I know he, he's quite the metrosexual, is um, Mr. Hatchet. Now, we can't talk like that, mate. You know, oh, we can't... Is we cannot, another one for the exotics? Metrosexual? Is it another one for the exotics, You cannot pigeonhole people. Well, how, how's that being pigeonholed? Well, you can't talk about his sexuality like that. In what sense? Well, you can't pigeonhole or label people. I get... Pilloried when I talk about people who may enter, exercise the option or putt for the but this rough. Is the but section, you're allowed to talk this, about. No, this is a section of the show when you're allowed to do that. Oh, right. Sorry, I'm confused. And anyway, there's nothing wrong with being called a metrosexual. No, no, he he's just a, likes to look after his. Oh, he's, a, his um, he's scrumptious, really. He's a strapping young man, yeah, as Paul from Hatchock. In fact, I, I'm tipping Anastasia would be very impressed. Um, she wouldn't know where to start with that wax between the two of you, mate. Some of the some of the uh, get up that he puts on the the designer fluoro that he wears in amongst oh. the hat checks is sensational. Well, almost um, it almost rivals another fashionista that we're aware of, mate. Um, someone from the sty, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Johnny Lawrence, King John, King, King John, King John, King John, John from Richmond. Um, and, and a big shout out to our sponsors, Claudio Luglio. <laughs> yes, the, uh, quite the quite the brand. So he's no, getting back the hat check. Is he um, not going to be able to make it down? For no, the... no, he'll be down for the Christmas New Year period, I think, to see some family um, down there in the right. leafy surrounds of Beaumarie, <laughs> or he'll head up to the country to see the cousins at Wood End. But well, if he's down that neck of the woods, he might be able to see. Um, um, what do you call her? The um, the Duchess. The Duchess. She's she's moved. She's <gasps> on the move. She's that no, she's out of Brighton. Rumor has it that um, her and Jeff, the real estate partner, have moved to more palatial surroundings. 
And now they're, um, they've got a view of Albert Park Lake down there in Middle Park. That's the mail I've heard, but to be confirmed. My goodness. Mm, getting break, serious. That's breaking news, mate. Getting serious. Um, well, Mr Beanbag doesn't know what to do with himself, mate. I mean, he, 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 um, he won't know what to do if, if you're not putting some, some your summer series of tips um, <laughs> for, for racing. You know, out at Ascot on New Year's Day, mate, there'll be an opportunity for you to put that on Twitter. You'll be sitting around up there in... Uh, the Glen, um, <laughs> on, on the acreage up there as you, as you plot your political crusade. There'll uh, be a couple of Liberal Party functions up there over the, over the summer Members break. only? Members only, yep, the, uh, the right faction. Uh, you might want to um, bring in Farmer from Farmer, Farmer's Not a Wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've got to do a bit of Ressy Arch on that. <laughs> you, you do, you do. Well, look... Um, suffice to say, I think um, the coach is giving us the wind-up, mate. This is his favourite segment. It's um, a wrap from the coach. And so if, if our friends do want to tweet, Shane, where do, they, where do they go to do that? Well, it's at... The Coach and Tex! And, and we're pleased to say um, by extremely popular demand, Spotify and Apple Podcasts have been in touch with us and have suggested that based off the response that we've got to... Uh, season one, or catalogue one, as we like to call it in the biz, um, <laughs> there may be a requirement for, for catalogue two. So um, come pre-season time uh, in February, there, there may well be um, episode one of 2021. Series two, as they series say. Series two, mate. Wow. Yeah. Yes, well. Payment um, in kind. Okay. Well, Coach, um, I think um, it'll look better on the LinkedIn profile. I'm um, suggesting that you've actually made it to a I second season. I can't with just the demand. The demand? Yeah. Well, a, a big thank you to our sponsors from yeah. um, Shane Ward Consulting and Brazilian Butterfly. They were our two anchors for and the two, year. And when there was also Coniglio, what's his own name? Claudio Luglio Shirts. That, that's yeah. it. That, yeah. They were pretty big. And, and we'd like to, a big shout out to the Work Experience Kit for his, his fine editing work and um, sampling of, of different videos throughout the course of the year. And, and, and both to, to you two gentlemen have been fantastic during the year. Oh, good on you, so. Turtle. And, and oh. Marathon Dim Sims, let's not forget them. They, <laughs> they were a stable throughout the year. Can we, go, can we approach Paddy's Pies instead of 420? Well, by the look of Turtle, that's the last thing we need to do is approach Paddy's Pies. You tell him to get out of his Santa suit. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you all. Uh, Mer- I hope hey, you... Great work from the Turtle, though. Terrific work. He really did that. We just so, turned up and had a little bit of frivolity, but absolutely. Turtle, you, you spent many an hour putting together the run sheet and <laughs> we, we we come here and we just ignore it, but the work you put in is magnificent. So have a great Christmas to you both and to your families. Merry Christmas, uh, guys. As we say in the in the church, uh, festive, what is it? Um, Season's greetings to you all <laughs> and all the hairy chest. And that's a nudge of the season. That is the final one in the can for the year. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Very good, boys. Carry on. Cheers. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad